someone let me out of my cage. We are the DC Beer Show at DC Beer across social media. Yay, <laughs> us. Hey, Brandy, what are you drinking tonight? Jake, let me tell you, I actually sat down with Julie Varati, like karate of denizens. Uh, and I drank a Quebec IPA, not a whole one, but I was crushing some oatmeal stout over at Silver Spring Denizens. This oatmeal stout was actually cool breeze, full body, like chill. Like it, it's it's better than a lot of the other oatmeal stouts I've had. Um, it was the lacing on the glass while I was drinking it. I was like, oh, honey, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very like coffee-y, but not really, like chocolate. It's um, 4.5. It's it was, a, it was quite lovely. I drank two and a half of them. Uh, shout out to Julie. Um, yeah, it was, that's that's what I was drinking tonight. Mike Stein, do you have a Stein? Mm. Is, is Stein your glass of choice tonight? It's a, it's a, it tulip, like a tulip, in fact. <laughs> it's a tulip. It's a fancy, and it does have good lacing, but dang, I wish I was having a cool breeze. Mm. After after that that flavor descriptor there, Brandy. Mm, good. Um, well, I am I'm actually drinking black IPA from Athletic Brewing Company. Oh. Um, I, yeah, I woke up NA beer big time. So I woke up with a headache on Sunday, and it took all day to get rid of it. Um, and I had. Right. Hashtag old people <laughs> problems. I didn't front load the Motrin before bed uh, and. I, I was loving it. So I finally got rid of my headache, had one of these, and I felt headache-free today. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick with the script. I'm going to have another black IPA tonight on the pod. And this one is just wonderful. You know, it's... It looks pretty. I mean, at the head. Yeah, it's, it's a dynamite. It's beer. got good lacing. It's got, absolutely has good well lacing. Done. And, you know, like the other half... NAIPA, mm. like all the stuff that F, almost all the stuff Athletic is putting out, it's just really rich. It's hoppy, it's roasty, but it's not too hoppy, it's not too roasty. It's got malted barley, oats, rye, wheat in it. So it does have that, some of that oat character that you would find in something like Denizen's Cool Breeze. Um, we know Blue Jacket has, you know, a stout coming out. We know Dynasty. Uh, thanks to this article Jake posted, check out dcbeer.com and you can see our rundown. Of all things St. Patrick's Day, Irish-themed, Irish dry stout in that milieu, if you will. Jake, what are you sipping on this evening? Jake the Scoopberg. Scoopsberg. <laughs> <laughs> Got another one of those coming soon. Wink, wink, nudge, Ooh. nudge. Stay tuned. Watch this space. Um, also keeping it stout and St. Patrick's Day. Um, and since... Mike, uh, name check Dynasty. Last year, I missed the 838 cans that were nitrogenated. I am actually went to Virginia to make sure that I didn't miss them this year. And so mm. 838, um, my favoritest local stout, um, keeping it low fours, ABVs. You can drink mm. a couple um, on nitro. Um, obviously, you can get it on nitro at the source, whether it's Dynasty Ashburn, Dynasty Leesburg. Um, but yeah, like to crack a crack a stout um with the little nitro widget thank yeah. you mathematicians and just like slam that bad boy down and give it like a really hard pour and then just to watch it you get thirsty looking at it and then you drink it um yeah i just 
838 is just it's one of my favorite local beers to um, science to yeah. science in ireland to science here yeah it's just like really well done it is of course stout season um i have not had cool breeze yet my understanding is it's going to come to cans um, next time around yeah. um, in the fall. Yeah. And so here's said. hoping that they have it. Yeah. We want cans of that too. Four and a half percent oatmeal stout. Like, yeah, absolutely. I'll be that. If I was able to physically bring it back from the brewery tonight, I would have. I, I asked her, I was like, Julie, how can I, how can I transport this to my house for the podcast? <laughs> She's like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a growler in my car. I should have brought it in, but um <laughs> speaking of yeah, poor little in a ziploc bag exactly <laughs> speaking of saint patrick's day which um is this weekend um so this comes out on friday march 17th church key and shelter you know there there are a bunch of other places doing stuff um we're we're not really big big saint patrick's day people you know it's just we drink all the time so it's not like we don't need an excuse to drink. And if you're Irish, great. If you have heritage, we love that for you. Like Streetcar 82 is doing a uh, a lot of Irish stuff because Mark is, is Irish. Um, but Shelter uh, and Churchkey, they're doing a St. Patrick's theme um, day or weekend with Irish dry stouts, green beers, Irish whiskey, food specials. Um, and they're doing Wild East Moderns, uh cask pours for $5. You don't have to pay to get in, uh, but, you know, good beers sound good to me. So, <laughs> and speaking of the, also Church Key and Shelter, Orvalde 2023, uh, they are doing it on March 25th, which is Orvalde. Orval will donate proceeds from each bottle sold to the National Forest Foundation, helping to restore and enhance national forest and grasslands. Bottles of Orval will be available at a special price of $9. So that is the weekend. Uh, well, that's the 25th, but St. Patrick's stuff, March 17th. So go go check out uh, Blue Jacket and uh, and Shelter. I think we have some beers coming out, right, Mike? Absolutely. And I was going to say, I was going to add on to uh, Shelter and Sovereign uh, have things going on. Um, really interesting beers, uh, like the cask you mentioned, Brandy. Um, they're also pouring Phantom at Shelter, uh, which I think is a green beer. It's Phantom Refreshing Summer Spirits Project Saison with Spices and Spinach. Um, if you want, you know, a quote unquote naturally green beer. <laughs> um, but then also outside of Sovereign um, uh, and then outside of Rustico as well, Church Key is, is doing something for St. Patrick's. Um, they have the Baba Can of Gold, which is a fruited sour ale uh, with banana, pineapple, passion, flu- passion fruit, and blue raspberry. Um, also pouring Blue Jackets North Strand Road and then the Wild East Moderants. Um, and then Shepherd's Pie and corned beef and cabbage. Um, but yeah, Blue Jacket has new beers coming down the pike. Um, they have a double dry hopped IPA. Uh, and Brandy, you've... Remind me the name of of uh, the IPA that's coming down the pike from Blue Jack. I know it's double dry Build hopped. or destroy. Um, build or destroy. Yeah. Uh, both for me. A <laughs> uh, little little reno, little demo. You know how I get down. Um, but then, in addition to build or destroy, uh, we have uh, Park Street Sparkling 
that's the other new release from Blue Jacket. Hey, I've heard of that beer. Mm, that sounds uh, sexy. Shameless Extra plug. Sexy. <laughs> Tell us about that beer, Both Mike Brandy Stein. and Jake confirmed. <laughs> both, both Brandy and Jake confirmed for me they like this beer, and they even said it when I wasn't on camera on uh, pod podcasting with them. So <laughs> take their word for it. Uh, this is a beer that we brewed when Ron Pattinson, your favorite beer historian's favorite beer historian was in town. Uh, back in November, we brewed this beer. And so it was lagering for a good long while. It's actually a 1939 Barclay Perkins sparkling beer recipe. Um, Barclay Perkins was at one point in time the biggest brewer in London, I think the biggest brewer in the world. And so in the 20s and 30s, they opened a new brewery, a lager only brewery. And this was one of those recipes from that brewery. And what's really interesting is that the staff at Blue Jacket, I talked to some managers, some servers, some barbacks at Blue Jacket. They all really enjoyed it. And they were kind of telling me like, it's great to have new beer. You know, we work at Blue Jacket. There's new beer all the time. But when we, the staff, like and really love the beer, it's a much easier sell. And I was like, that's awesome. Thank you all so much. Um, it's just a wonderful, easy drinking amber beer. Um, I kind of like to think of it as yingling lager without the corn and without the corn syrup. Uh, but with all Czech Zots, a really nice fresh batch of um, Czech Zots hops, so it's really spicy in addition to that kind of sweetness and caramely, like candied apple kind of flavors that come from it. It's really a nice beer, um, and it'll be gone soon. So grab some cans if you haven't already. Um, what else do we have coming down the pike here as we move into mid March, past mid March, really? We're going to go and jump ahead post St. Patty's Day. Um, as daylight savings has kicked in, we get a little bit extra sunlight and um, hopefully a little bit warmer weather as well. And so what that means is uh, Dacha over in Shaw, their beer club is going to start up again, uh, where every Wednesday or every other Wednesday or so, um, they kick things off. They're going to start with Caboose. Uh, and it's going to be... Ooh. They got flights, um, so this is going to be March 22nd, next Wednesday. Jake, um, will there be brown ale? Yes. So Cut this to the is, chase. Yes. Yeah, this is this is what's most important. And we can talk about Rustic Love, um, which is their hazy, and an orange creamsicle gosa, which I'm sure is fine. Um, I wouldn't know because Boxcar Brown will be there. And <laughs> um, there are some people on this podcast who are perhaps overly too interested in brown ales. Oh, how um, but dare yeah, you? Like, Oh, people were just called <laughs> out and put you on You called blast. me an enthusiast to my face. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just an aficionado, same as everyone else. But yeah, um, so to, uh, Wednesday, 22nd, Dacha Beer Club's back. Um, Boxcar Brown will be there, which means that we'll probably be there as well. The dueling event that day is um, comes from the Atlantic Highlands of New Jersey, uh, where I used to play ski ball. Shout out to um, Belmar and Point Pleasant. Um, the Atlantic Highlands' very own Carton Brewing is going to be at Shelter. Uh, I'm, Carton is a super interesting brewery. Um, they do the classics, and then they kind of put their own spin on them. Um, it, it's cool to kind of taste beer and to watch them in action. Uh, the one that really does it for me, it floats my boat, is Boat. Oh, uh, Boat beer is I see four, what you did there. Yeah, it's, it's, 
it's a 4.2% sessionable IPA. Um, I believe it to be step mashed, and so it doesn't taste kind of like hop water. Like rather, it is sort of like between like an English style bitter and an IPA, but it's not a bitter beer. Just like a very well put together beer, you can have a couple of them, uh, but they're gonna have um, an English brown ale on cask, um, 4.6%. Yeah. So again, Wednesday 22nd, not one, but two brown ales. Um, This one's called This State Needs More Pubs. You should go over there, be there, um, talk about all things Jersey, tell us what exit you are on the parkway. Um, We'll make it happen. Um, My brother lives off 280, so good times, good times. I saw that Atlas is pouring $5 drafts of Silent Neighbor on Friday and Saturday, the 17th and 18th Mm. for St. Patrick's Day. I actually love Silent Neighbor. That's a great beer. I mean, it packs a little bit of a punch, but it's it's a great beer. So $5, go. I'll scoop you all. Yeah, go, go, go. go Right now. Um, Um, Silent Neighbor is the next beer in DC that's going to win a GABF medal. Oh, yes. You're manifesting. Yeah, it's March, and I said that. That's the next DC Put beer out that's going to win a medal. Um, so who's yeah. going to come see me on the twentieth? Who's coming to other half? Who's gonna Who's gonna come uh, see all your women in in the beverage industry? Come support your Come support your women. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. We're not just going to see you, Brandy, no. our wonderful, wonderful queen bee of DC beer land. We are going to see Erica Gadrick. We're going to see Carly from Port City. We're going to see Kim Bender from the Hyrick House. We're going to see Paulette Palacios from DC Brow. Mm-hmm. Oh, fill me in. Who am I? I'm missing some incredible people uh, here, Brandy. Julie Denizens, um, of Mary course. Legends, oh. Anne from Lost Generation. Love you, Anne. Uh, Yes. Crystal Ball from Girls Pint Out. Uh, yes, and Girls Pint Out. Potentially Breeze. So that's still in the Ooh. that's still in the work. So uh, don't right. don't quote me on that. But um, other half slash Matt is trying to get Breeze to come down for that. So wouldn't that be that amazing? Would truly be wonderful. Yeah. So uh, that is the twenty. Get your tickets. And tickets are only thirty dollars. You get two slices of pizza. You get two pints. And money oh. goes towards Pink Boot Society. That includes your tip and everything. So just come hang out in these small groups and, and chat with whoever you want to chat with, ask questions, listen, just be supportive of this month of women and, and women all year. But, you know, it's it's great. It's a great highlighting event. And I'm very honored to be a part of it. Um, I'm getting a little nervous. I'm like, what am I going to talk about? But, you know, we all bring different things to the table. So... Um, I'm excited. So come and support everybody. Uh, yes. Yeah. Hey, Brandy, speaking of bringing things to the table, we've now mentioned Julie like twice (gasps) on this episode already. Love Julie. How about we do an intro for Julie Virati? Let's. Denison's our guest. Yes. So we sat down and by we, I mean me, Jordan and Richard. So, uh, old school Richard, our, our lovely kind of owner slash producer, (laughs) of of DC Beer sat down with us for an in-person meeting. We haven't sat down with Julie since 2018, and by we, I mean Richard. Um, and so it was it was past due. Uh, she, if you, if you don't know Julie, 
She's one of the nicest, most down-to-earth, shoot-the-shit person. Like, I, I love her. I would sit and hang out with her all night. So we only hung out with her for a couple hours, and we asked her some questions. So check out this interview. Um, and, uh, yeah, come back. Come back when you're done. <laughs> Don't go away. <laughs> I'm Jordan. We're here with Julie Verratti, Brandy, and Richard. We're going to be interviewing Julie about upcoming brew news at Denizen's Brewing Company. Word. Hey, Julie. Hey, Brandy. <laughs> been hey, a while Jordan. since you've been, been on. Missed you. Been a minute. Yeah. It's been a minute, for like sure. 2018, I think, is what yeah, Richard just like said. Yeah, something like that. When, yeah. Back when Adam and I talked to you and Jeff before at Riverdale, but before it was before open. Before it opened, yeah. I think, well, Jeff was on with you guys sometime in the last couple of years talking about Hike the Alps with you guys. That is yeah. correct. When we I first launched so. that series. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been a while. So what's uh what's the latest? What's the latest at Denizens? Like since 2018 or yeah, like no. <laughs> since the start of the year. Let's since say since 2023. Yeah, I mean we've done some we've got some pretty exciting stuff that we've been doing. Um not least of which actually speaking of Hike the Alps. Uh we launched that series in January of 2021, uh which is basically it's like paying homage to the breweries that Jeff got to sort of learn from when he was first in brewing school way back in the day, like 15 years ago or something, he was able, he was lucky enough to be able to travel out to Bavaria and Germany. And the Hike the Alps series is basically taking a hike through the bottom of the Alps and all of the amazing breweries that have been there for hundreds of years. And so trying to emulate specific beer styles from those breweries. And we do eight beers a year in that series. And this year we actually put them in cans and sent them out into our full distribution footprint. So you'll now actually be able to see Hike the Alps cans in six packs, 12 ounce cans across Maryland, DC, and Virginia. Um, and right now what's out there on the shelves is our um, Hike the Alps Hellas, as well as our Hefeweizen. You might still see some more Dunkel out there, but that's nearing the end. Mm, Dunkel. I know, I, I just asked for something, you didn't have any. It's okay. I think we just kicked that cake literally <laughs> over the weekend. So sorry I about that. I remember you guys had the had it in bottles before. So that's cool that's in cans. You I mean, it's like smaller, smaller. <laughs> Well, no. that's we never true. wanted to put them in bottles that we had to because when we launched it in January of 2021, if you remember way back in the day, there were literally no cans available. I remember that. And yeah. so there was actually one night that Jeff and I were at Riverdale accepting an 18-wheeler drop-off of cans at like 3 o'clock in the morning. We had to stay up and be there to accept it. We were pallet jacking them off the, <laughs> off the truck. It was like the only time we could get a, de get a delivery. We had been out of cans for like a month. So when we launched the series in 21, we were like, let's just do the bottles. We know that we can get those, but we knew we always wanted to switch them to cans. We were able to do that this year. I think it's pretty great that, that you made it through the pandemic because some people didn't. <laughs> I bet you think that's pretty great. too. <laughs> <laughs> Having trauma response. No, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, we're in 2023 now and, you know, since 2018, I've done, I did a stint at the Biden administration working at the small business administration. And I was there for most of 2021 um, and helped, you know, implement a lot of the COVID recovery policies uh, and programs um, that were part of the American rescue plan and I got to be honest, like the kids are not all right. Like there's not a single small business in this country that lives and works in the main street economy. 
you know, hospitality business, you know, the businesses where you walk down the street, you walk into them that is doing okay right now. Nobody, people who are around right now, and I, I'm just go ahead, going to go on ahead and say it. I'm speaking for everybody here, whether they gave me my per- the permission or not. I just know this from my time working at the SBA and just being in touch with many people that are own businesses. Nobody is doing really, really well right now. People survived. Nobody thrived. And that, you know, that message is, it's hard to send that message out into the world when you're trying to get people excited about your brand because it sounds depressing. Like no one wants to hang out with someone who's just like depressed, right? Uh, and And I say all this in sort of a generalized way because I do think it's important that folks are still out there supporting local, supporting their small businesses, making the choice every day, you know, to maybe be a little inconvenienced, you know, like for example, I have a, I have a nephew, he's adorable, his name's Oscar, also have an adorable niece named Lena. And when I go to buy, you know, toys for Oscar, I'm not buying them on Amazon, you know, I'm choosing a local toy store and maybe I'll pay an extra 10 bucks for shipping or something. He lives in New Jersey, but I will do that because I'm, I'm proactively making that choice that I want to support local businesses. So anyway, I didn't mean to go on that sort of tangent, but I think it's an important message. Shout out to Oscar and Lena. <laughs> Watch your hands on the table. Sorry, I'm Italian. I know. <laughs> I was banging my hands on the table. I'm not supposed to do that. Sorry. Every, every Speak with ba- emphasis. Every bang makes up, um, hits every one of those mics. So the reason we wanted to reach out to you this month, I mean, we always love you. I want to go back to what you just said about supporting local, which I think all of us do. Every Anyone that I speak to, any of my friends, local, 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 local. I mean, and, and I, I surround myself with beer people. With that said, how further do you go to support local women-owned businesses? Because it is March and it is Women's Month, Women's History Month. Um, so not only did we want to highlight women in beer or women in beverage, um, and those who identify as women, how, how is it, how, a two part question, how has it been for you as a woman in the beer industry and freaking crushing it by the way? Um, and how do you go out of your way to support more women in the industry? Okay. That's a, I have a, a long answer and a short answer to that. Um, first of all, thank you for the kind words. Um, truth I (laughs) you know I I think in the immediate right now in the very current of March of 2023 um, you know we're working with a lot of uh, women-owned businesses right now we're doing lots of events together uh, and you know not just women-owned but women-managed businesses as well we've got beer dinners set up in multiple bars and restaurants that are either owned by women or managed by women Um, we're partnering with Pizzeria Paradiso and have been for this whole year like we do our beer mobile so we do home deliveries every Friday and now we'll actually deliver pizzas by Pizzeria Paradiso we've been doing that since the beginning of January so you well they're not like hot this isn't like Domino's like coming to your door hot right this is like put it back in the oven right exactly it's like ready to eat pizza so just a few minutes into the oven or they have these frozen pizza kits so like that's another way of how we're partnering and trying to support other women businesses um you know, as far as like the long game of supporting women, um, I was one of the uh, founding members of the Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Committee at the Brewers Association. So I was uh, started with them on the committee, I want to say in 2017, um, and then became the chair of that committee and was the chair of that committee for like three years. 
uh, between 2018 and 2021. I had to resign from all of the things that I did. So I was on the board for the BA. I was on the board for the Maryland Brewers Association, um, part of the Government Affairs Committee there. Um, Obviously, the DEI committee at the BA. When I went and joined the Biden administration, I had to just quit everything, basically. Um, Yeah. And when I when I came back into beer, I made the decision to really just focus on denizens for the time being, because, again, you know, we're still coming out of this pandemic. Um, But I can say that I have volunteered hours and hours and days and weeks of my time. Um, Denizens has supported me in doing that um, because it's important that we are proactively working to, to increase not just, you know, consumers within the industry, but also people who are working in the industry, people who are founding companies in the industry. And I think, you know, on a one on one level, I mean, I'm, I'm always open. You know, people reach out to me, ask me questions. I'm always happy to talk with whomever about any questions they have. You know, I've at this point, we opened Denizens in Silver Spring uh, in 2014. Oh my God, that long ago? Yeah, almost 10 years. Shit. We founded the company in August of 2013. So we're coming up on the 10 year anniversary of founding the company. Oh, we better throw a party. (laughs) I'm coming with my bells on. No, we're having a party this summer (laughs) for sure. I promise we're having a big rager for that. Um, But, you know, and then built Riverdale Park, a much larger, way more production focused brewery in 2018. We started building that and opened in 2019. So I've had sort of this wide ranging experience of what we've done as a company. So, and you know, start we were the first brewery to do self-distribution in Montgomery County. So I kind of figured out how to do all that from the ground up. I made tons of mistakes. I still make mistakes today. You know, it's uh, it's always a learning process. Um, And then. I'd say the third thing that I would say um, beyond, you know, serving on committees, being one on one with folks, it's also sponsoring people and supporting people in our business. So over the years, you know, hiring women for positions um, that maybe the resume doesn't look like they've had the experience or they just straight up had zero experience. Other people had experience applying for the same job. And we said, you know what, we're going to sponsor this person and give them this opportunity, train them up, teach them a skill. Um, learn how to brew and they, they can, you know, go on and do more in their career um, after, you know, leaving denizens, um, giving people promotions and hiring them for roles that they didn't necessarily have that experience. But, hey, we're going to give you this opportunity. And we go out of our way to do that. And we think it's important to do that. And we'll always continue to do that. One question I do have for you is uh, I know you guys, I know you have a lot of women that are in the industry that are they want to get started with like the bartenders and the promotions. Have you had a lot of women like founders or CEOs reach out to you in terms of like how to run a business, how to start a business, how to expand a business? Because, I mean, you've been fortunate enough to have two locations in the span of 10 years, which I mean, some people barely have one. Actually, fewer women, mostly men, have reached out to me about actually starting businesses. I I wish more women would would reach out to me or, you know, I'm not like the end end all be all expert on this. There's lots of people who can help. But yes, in my sort of limited example of, you know, folks that have reached out to me. It's not really been much, many women. Yeah. And the fact that it's not been many women, I think we would, we all would love to see more women um, in the industry and doing more and reaching out to you. But I will say that, that your, um, the, your generosity um, within the industry is respected by everyone. I, I know for a fact, I'll, every, the fact that we're here today um, doing this podcast here has an enormous amount to do with you. And so I'll just tell the listeners who may not know, and actually my colleagues who may not know, when this, when I first started doing this podcast, 
um, with a good friend of mine. It had a name that wasn't quite <laughs> what it should have been, and I won't repeat it, but... Do it. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because because you hand, you you came to me and said, hey, I just want you to know that I don't think that the name really reflects what you want it to reflect. Mm-hmm. Like you handled it in such an absolutely perfect way that there was, a, a, there was no pushback for me at all. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Thank you for bringing that to me. Let's change the name. And that's when it became the DC Beer Show. And then it became DC Beer when when this became part of the bigger DC Beer thing. Mm-hmm. And you've always been that way. Um, I'm going to do a quick plug. Um, if you haven't joined our Patreon, <laughs> you should totally join do the it. DC Beer Patreon, patreon.com slash DC Beer. Julie did. That yeah. was Julie's idea. And that was Julie's idea. You sort of harangued me <laughs> for, for a couple <laughs> of years, in fact, about setting up a Patreon for DC Beer and, and giving people the opportunity to get more and do more and be more involved. And so that generosity that you have um, to everybody in the industry and, and helping anybody doing anything, even if it's not brewing, just sort of talking about about beer has been super helpful. And so I'm personally very grateful to you That's for that. very kind of you, Richard. Thank you. I You know, I'm a big fan of um, learning opportunities and not shaming opportunities. I think that if you really want to create change, um, giving people the opportunity to learn uh, and and have conversations is always the right way to go. Uh, the other way never works and it just alienates people. So I know we're just sitting here like giving you compliments endlessly, but I look up to you as someone who I want to be more like you and and have people come up to me and ask me questions and if I don't know the answer hey I know this person I know that I'm the connector oh, connecting I is important I love connecting I'm I like, don't know all the answers hey, have I you connect met my constantly. friends yeah but most people don't say that though most people are like oh I know I'll, I'll just give you some some BS but you're very honest you're very transparent and yeah. I think Brandon's the same way but I, I yes. think it's it is important to know what you don't know yes yeah yeah and uh, be honest about that yeah yeah that's I I heard once that that was like the true definition of humility is knowing what you're good at and knowing what you're not good at and knowing what you'd have no clue about, right? And yeah. being able to parse that out accordingly, right? And uh, yeah, it's important. Yeah, I I like to just take a, so again, to Brandy's point, we're giving you a lot of flowers. but You it's, are, it's, it's okay. very nice of you. Well, <laughs> I think you should always give people their flowers while you can give them and also while they can receive them. So oh, that's what, yes, very nice you know, just have to do that. Yes. But also, uh, I mean, it's Women's History Month and you've made history and you continue to make history. So you mentioned earlier, you know, about all the things that you're trying to do to, to support local businesses, the, what you help draft in, in, in the in the bill. Uh, how can people support you? Like what's what's happening at Denizens that people can come out to? What beers do you guys have coming down the pipeline? Like what's what's on the horizon for you guys? Because, I mean, you do so much for others. What can others do for you? Uh, they can come visit us at our tap rooms in Silver Spring, uh, right at the corner of Georgia Avenue and East West Highway. Very accessible to the Silver Spring Metro stop. Or you can come visit us in Riverdale Park. Uh, we're in the Riverdale Park station right off Route 1. Um, if you're hungry, we've got restaurants on both sides um, and at both locations. And obviously, have tons of beer. We try to throw events. Um, not, we don't do as many events as we used to. I will say... You know, COVID and like the constant pivoting and the constant, like there's, 
you were in like straight up panic mode for like two years straight, basically. And like <laughs> yeah. trying to figure it out. And now yeah. I, and I think, you know, again, I'm speaking for a lot of people here. Like everyone's just exhausted. Like I don't, we don't have the capacity or like the brain power really to like, okay, what are we going to do this time? All right, let's all get excited now. Like it's just, <laughs> it's, and I don't mean to sound like a Debbie Downer, but like, it's just exhausting. Like the, what people are going through, um, it, it's just, it's just difficult. So I would say, you know, go to events when you, if you, if you can go to them. So we do like a drag show, drag bingo once a month, both in Silver Spring and Riverdale. Um, the second Wednesday of every month is in Riverdale. The fourth Wednesday every month is in Silver Spring. So that's always a fun time. Um, we do trivia on Tuesdays in Silver Spring and then on Thursdays in Riverdale Park. Um, you know, St. Patrick's Day, we're going to, I don't know when you guys are airing this, but we're doing specials that whole weekend. Yeah, March Madness. We're actually doing $4 Pilsners the entire tournament, regardless of whether our game is playing or not. Just like between March 14th and April 3rd, you can get $4 Born Bohemians in both locations at so, any point. So based Y'all, on that's affordable. Come. Yeah. So based on when we're airing this, stop what you're doing and make your way to Denison. <laughs> yeah. um, this, this comes out on St. Um, Patrick's Day. Speaking of this upcoming weekend, um, Monday is a really cool event at Other Half. And Erica at Craft Beer Cellar put this event on last year. And I I went just to take pictures and be supportive. And I had the best time. It was It's a panel of mm-hmm. seven to eight women. And this year, I think eight to nine. And it's just a very intimate, fun gathering of women in, in all aspects of the, of the beer industry. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, I'm there for DC Beer. You are one of the guests. I wanted to go back to actually the question about like, how do you also support how do you support women? Um, I think another really big way to do that is to call out misogynistic tropes when you hear them and see them. Oh, yes. Like, it is really difficult to be a female leader, a strong female leader in an industry like this. When you're dealing in manufacturing, you're dealing in hospitality, you've got a ton of moving parts, supply chain, you know, all of the stuff up and down. And a lot of times, a woman who is a strong leader and knows her shit will come off as a bitch. Mm-hmm. Whereas if a dude said and did the exact same thing, it's, oh, okay, let me just bristle up here and like respect this extremely, you know, knowledgeable, virtuous, smart right. man. Yeah. I should be listening <laughs> right. to him. Uh-huh. And women get thrown under the bus a lot when it's like, this is a hard business. You got to speak directly to people. You got to like know your shit. You got to walk into a room with authority. And it is true that women will sometimes be interpreted as, oh, she just must be a bitch. When it's like, no, she's just a strong leader who knows her shit and she doesn't have time to suffer fools. And so I think calling out when you hear people say things about other women is important and doing it every single time. So that's that's another example of how you support women. And I think I'm excited for this thing on, on Monday. I think it's going to be fun. I was really bummed I couldn't go last year. Um, it was actually, um, I'm not bummed that I couldn't go because Emily and I were still celebrating her 40th birthday in Jamaica. So I'm not mad about that. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but I was I was, I was was glad that Erica reached out and I'm going to be there on Monday and I'm excited about it. I Yeah. Uh, what you just said gave me chills. So uh, I feel like we need to put that on a loop and just like have it as a, a, a meme or something. <laughs> like we, your can, whole we can quote. meme that. I love that. <laughs> Uh, so I'm jazzed to see you. So everyone come to Other Half and support all of these women uh, at this meet and greet. A $30 ticket gets you two slices of pizza, two Other Half beers, and you get to talk to all these cool freaking women like me and Julie. <laughs> awesome. So let's wrap this up. Okay. Um, 
and focus a little bit on denizens and tell us tell us about the future like what's coming up what mm-hmm. interesting plans do you have i know you know uh, we've talked about the last few years have been challenging mm-hmm. but uh it seems like you guys are finally starting to kind of get out mm-hmm. of that and is there anything that we can look forward to any new kinds of beers? i think yeah i think um you know, we're just going to continue to lean on distribution. So you're going to see our stuff in more and more uh, package stores, bars and restaurants. So that's another way you can support us. You can always buy our beer if you see it somewhere, whether on tap or on a shelf somewhere. Um, you know, we have the Seeker series, which is something we also launched this year, which is a tap room only. Um, it's paying homage to the American IPA. And so we're going to be Put it. The first one we did was this uh, Kvike IPA, Kvek IPA. I mean, I don't even know Kvik, how you pronounce Kvik, that correctly. But oh, that's a Kvek, but it's I mean, delicious. It, it is. As, it's a, so as a neighborhood haze guy. There you go. Wait, now I don't. I want one. Well, I can pour you one after. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. Thanks, Julia. I just, yeah, I just, right. I just finished mine, and <laughs> and I'm on number two. But you can also get one if you come into the tap rooms. You so. can exactly. Like I said, it's tap room only. Um, and so that's that's a fun series that we're doing this year. Um, and other than that, you know, we got our ninth anniversary celebrating in Silver Spring this year. Uh, and then we've got Riverdale that, you know, we're just we're just around just trying to crank out a lot of beer and have a good time and throw events and just be with the people. When is your ninth anniversary? In July. Oh, like my birthday. <laughs> Thank you for being our friend. Yes. Thank you for making really great beer and being one of the most loved staples in in Silver Spring slash Riverdale. And Thank a role you. model for women nationwide. It's very beer nice or beer you. adjacent or even in politics. I mean, th- just my hat's off to you. Thank cheers, you, Julie. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Julie and Denizens. Thank you, Brandy, Jordan, and Richard. All right. So we've hit St. Patrick's Day. We've hit a bunch of the stouts. Uh, spring is around the corner. We got cherry blossom beers as well. Parting thoughts, parting shots, people, people. Before I tell you all that we're at TC Beer across social media, and you should tell us what you're drinking and tell us about new beer releases. I had the Peak Bloom, which um, Mm. from Red Bear recently, uh, it was the day before it was released. (laughs) Beer friends are great. Um, But it it was (laughs) um, a Belgian-style wheat ale with cherries, orange zest, and lemon zest. So, But it... (laughs) It had the the flavor profile of a cherry blossom beer that you have locally, like from random breweries. It was very well done, and if you are in Noma, go check that out. It was it was quite 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 good. Yeah. Mm. I will just sign off by saying I have very much been getting into the affirmations of uh, Snoop Dogg, which is a great way to start your day by saying there is no one better to be than myself. And with that, I will say, you can drink non-alcoholic beer when it's not dry January. We can celebrate black history 12 months out of the year, and we can celebrate women's history and treat each day as if it were women International Women's Day um, 52 weeks out of the year. So I'll leave it at that. Be yourself, um, but also be kind. If yourself is a jerk... Uh, do better. Be a kinder version of yourself. <laughs> do better. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Full out. Do better. Yep. Yep. Exactly. That's well said. Um, As always, we thank you for listening, and we will see some of you in the flesh at Astrolab on Sunday, the 19th. Thank you to Emma, and thank you to Matt and the Astrolab team 
for hosting. If you want in on these super cool beer shares, um, you should go to dcbeer.com slash newsletter, sign up for the newsletter, and that's where you get the RSVP link. Um, we'd love, obviously, love to see you at one and many, many more of these events. Absolutely. Come see us at other at Astrolab on Sunday and other half on Monday. Cheers, everybody. Love.